Welcome to the Florida Madcaps, your ultimate guide to experiencing fantastic and unique destinations across our magnificent state. Join us while we lead you on a journey of exploration, recreation, and conservation. The popularity of Florida's natural wonders is on the rise, and our mission is to be your go-to source for conscientious recreation. We encourage you to get out and explore these breathtaking sites and to leave them even better than you found them through individual actions and group advocacy. Join the Florida Madcaps as we discover the beauty of our incredible state together. Hey everybody, welcome to the Florida Madcaps podcast. It's me, Ryan, aka the Florida Excursionist, and I am here with the Florida famous Sunshine State Seekers. We're ready to podcast. Y'all ready for this? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just want to make a quick note that this uh, this podcast, uh, we are in partnership with the Florida Springs Council. You can go to www.floridaspringscouncil.org slash madcaps, sign up for their uh, newsletter, and they will send you a sticker free of charge. So uh, this week, we're going to be talking about some of the parks in the St. Augustine region. The city has like a very interesting title, and I have not kept up with it. The last one I remember, and I believe it has changed, was the oldest continuously inhabited settlement in North America. But I believe that that may not have taken into account some indigenous populations. I just I remember that that sometimes it changes when we um, take some of these things into account. Definitely has some history. Yes, and it is known as. The historic coast, I believe. Mm. I don't know, like, what organization comes up with these titles and makes them official or not, but someone calls it that. There is a, <laughs> a grand poobah somewhere. <laughs> so, a notable park uh, there is Fort Mose, and I really like this park. So, for those of you who don't know, um, uh, the early on. Uh, if if you look at possibly what could be considered an underground railroad, it would lead to Florida because the Spanish would take uh, the enslaved individuals or, or folks or whatnot that, that did escape, and they could come and obligate themselves to military service. And I believe they had to convert to Catholicism. And if they served at Fort Mose, which is a smaller fort that was north of St. Augustine, for I believe it was two years. I'm just going off of memory on all of this. They were, I believe, it was Spanish citizens, or the you know, you know, all the rights that that, that come with that. It was a, a fort. There was a number of uh, battles fought there. It has a strong African American history to it. It's getting a lot of attention lately. I know they're they're doing some uh, like concert series there and whatnot. But it's it's been a year or two since I've been. Has a, a nice little visitor center that talks about the history. It's just a beautiful little area, but uh, a small fort, you know, on the north end of St. Augustine, not far from A1A. Definitely something to check out. And I believe they, they may be looking to further develop the park a little bit, um, but, but to really capture on that historic significance, which I, I think it's, it's uh, an important one. But, uh, yeah, definitely a cool park. And uh, just south of there, I probably have the most iconic thing when people talk about um, – St. Augustine, and, and a lot of kids get to go there for their um, their field trips, 
is the uh, Castillo San Marcos, which is uh, part of the national park system. That's like a quintessential Florida childhood field trip. I can't remember. I think it's third or fourth grade uh, that gets to go there. Um, maybe I can't remember what grade it is, but it's typically across the board. The same grade goes there. I, I um, I went there as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, did you go there or were you in trouble? I got, I, got, <laughs> I didn't get to go on the, the mud walk or any of that stuff. I was a bad kid. <laughs> um, but I did go there with Lyra. Um, uh, I, maybe it was, maybe it was, uh, the year of COVID because I did not get to go with Elise. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. So it could have been third, um, second grade. Uh, but either way, it's a great field trip. You get to walk around. A lot of the kids love going to the gift shops that sell copious amounts of sweets and ice cream. That was probably a childhood core memory of mine, um, getting the sugar coma that came along with the field trip. Um, also visiting the old schoolhouse that I think they say the oldest wooden schoolhouse in America. Right Woods. there on um, St. George Street. Yep. Is it, yeah. There's a lot of history just, just walking down there. A lot of people, too. Yes, lots of So be of prepared people. for that if you're, if you're going to check that out. It's, it's very popular. But the, that, fort, that fort saw a lot of battles because it's on a very strategic point. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because the Spanish really didn't have a lot of control of Florida. In the United States, really messed with them a lot, particularly Andrew Jackson. You know, kind of coming to Florida, blowing things up. And then, you know, like, yeah, so we know you don't have enough troops here. But Pensacola and St. Augustine, they did have a presence. And if you look at the Castilla de San Marco, I mean, what a presence. That thing is just massive. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a little bit, if you walk around it, especially like around uh, where the inlet is, you know, one thing I always remembered, tour guides or the ghost tours that come by and they has this area that looks like you can see part of the you know, these, these markings in the, the fort wall. And they said that was where executions were. It did look like there were some shrapnel or bullets or something. Now that's a national monument, correct? Yes. So it's part of the national park system. Yes. Uh, yes. Maintained by the same managers, um, as well as Fort Matanzas. It's one of the few national park establishments we have in our state. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, a little bit to the North is Kingsley plantation, which used to be a state park, but it was converted to national. Yeah, so interesting enough, that was where uh, Osceola, when he was captured, he was uh, held there, um, but he, he was with some fellow Seminole Indians, were able to escape, but uh, Osceola was not well, and he couldn't. So they uh, he ended up uh, being transferred to a fort up in um, Fort Moultrie, in uh, just, I think, north of Charleston, and he died there. So if you look at the iconic painting of kind of like... Uh, uh, I believe um, Osceola posing, you know, like, you know, dressed in his garb. I believe that was very near the very end of his life. But he's buried outside. Of, I've seen his grave, but he's buried outside the, the front of that fort. Anyways, a lot of notable things happened. But I believe it was just before the 1700s is when the fort was, Casita San Marcos was finished. But yeah, that's that was an interesting one. I, I really, I highly recommend hitting that one. That one's... Uh, and if you're in St. Augustine, you can't miss That's it. That's a must-see, yeah. And if you don't like the crowds as much, um, I mentioned it briefly a moment ago, I'd check out Fort Matanzas, which is not that far away from there. Um, and you can take a, a ferry boat. The ferry boat, I believe, is it's free, correct? Yeah, that's free. Uh, to the fort. It's smaller. Uh, it's kind of cool. They got uh, You go up in it, and then there's a ladder that goes to the roof. And it's just beautiful views. 
uh, when you get up there looking around. And both forts do uh, reenactments. We've seen uh, at, at Fort Matanzas with a much smaller crowd and much more uh, up close and personal uh, a gun uh, shot. Re- what kind of gun was oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do that. The, I can't remember. Some kind of musket. The old, the old flintlock. <laughs> um, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. In, the, in the parking lot there, they did mm-hmm. the, the blank firing. And it was dangerous even. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know. That, yeah, that demonstration was great. Huh. Not a big ice cream gift shop at uh, the Matanzas one, huh? It's a lot smaller. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's it got a little a- trail, too. It's a, it's a really, it, definitely if you're in the area. And that inlet is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. if the water is uh, coming in from the ocean. If you're on A1A, it's just, it's beautiful. Especially if there on a sunny day, it's so inviting. And, you know, it does, uh, to get into the other fort, there is, you know, a larger fee. So if, if, uh, just for all people of all means, maybe that one's a little more, uh, attainable all the way around for yeah. people. Yes. And sometimes the, the national parks will have free days mm-hmm. where you can just kind of go on in. But yeah, the, uh, Castillo de San Marcos, it had been attacked, um, once or I don't remember how many times, but it was attacked. I know that on a significant battle, everybody in St. Augustine runs inside. The fires exchanged for a very long time, days and days and days, maybe weeks. They are unable to, to do any damage, meaningful damage to the fort. So they just burn down St. Augustine and then be on their way. And that's kind of what happened. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Fort Matanzas saw some action too. Um, what's, what's their namesake, Chris? Oh, yeah. How did well, they get their name? Matanzas um, in Spanish, I guess. Murder. Is blood, so. <laughs> yeah, Murder. Was, uh, I don't know if I'm recalling it correctly. This this is, ends up being a a dark episode already. Uh, we had a couple <laughs> of things, but but one of them was um, I guess when the like a French ship or something Huguenots. Um, sank sank it on the shoreline, and then yeah, you know the story, or yeah, if I remember correctly. Again, because sometimes I get my facts a little fuzzy. Because I read these things like years ago and then and fascinated with it and just don't read as much again. But um, yeah, there's so the, the Huguenots were closer to Jacksonville on the St. John's River. And then they're like, and they're going back and forth with the Spanish. Who's going to get their foothold here first? And they gather their ships and they said, this is it. We're going to go, you know, blast them out of the water. They sail uh, down to St. Augustine. Unfortunately, Bad storm, hurricane, something just wrecks their fleet. Hundreds of their sailors wash up, and now the Spanish have them right where they want them. Spanish are they're looking at these guys and they're wondering. I mean, I have to think. I don't know. I wasn't there, but they they have to be wondering what to do with them. You know, because can you feed four hundred sailors? You know, do you let them go? What do you do? So I, I believe there was a, an offer to convert to uh, Catholicism from you know being Protestant. And uh, then they took them in small groups uh, on over a dune, and then uh, basically beheaded them to you know death by the sword. And and then of course Matanzas sounds kind of nice, but if you translate it, <laughs> the river yeah. of blood. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and yeah. So not only is the, the you know the the fort and the the waterway, but also Matanzas State Forest. Now that's one. I I got a little hiking. They don't, I would have definitely not stopped there if I wasn't going on my trail walker trying to get some of these extra trails. Speaking of blood, um, there's lots of ticks there. <laughs> yes, a lot I, was of ticks. Gonna, I was gonna say say oh how does that relate to the state forest? But I I remember that one. Uh, it's a pretty uh, state kind of forest. Ingrained. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. But it was a little ingrained in my memory of being very 
ticky and mosquitoy, and I think we went towards the end of summer. I can't remember, but it was a very buggy time of year as well. I think so, what was the final Trailwalker Trail yeah. that the girls needed to get um, their tent trails. Yeah, and I think it was maybe early in the year, but it was getting hot. Uh, maybe that was it. Yeah, it was, I just know it was, it was at the point where we we're starting to get uncomfortable, but it wasn't that bad. I know there's a wonderful picture with Elise on your shoulders. Hiking yes. through there. Absolutely stunning state park. But um, you know, some things are more enjoyable afterwards when you look at the pictures <laughs> than in the moment. Yeah, that one, I have to say, um, and I, I don't like being negative with our natural lands, but if out of all the state forests that I hiked, that one was one of the more, I went there in the springtime. It was one of the more unimpressive ones. You know, it just, it, 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 uh, the, the, the trails were okay. I did not. There's sometimes you can take a look, you can appreciate the flora and the fauna uh, that are there, and just really enjoy them. But it sometimes you just can't. I was not able to stop and enjoy it because I was swiping off ticks. My oh my! I was stopping every two minutes and pulling a number of ticks off my legs, and then that was it. It was absolutely, uh, and I so I couldn't appreciate anything else. So I don't have fond memories of yeah, it. Yeah, I think the conditions is more the weather conditions that made our trip extra picturesque. There's like a, I believe we saw a rainbow. Um, oh yeah, just, yeah, it was a uh, really pretty outside. So it could have just been the day <laughs> that made me appreciate the forest for more than it maybe was. And yeah. the neighboring um, Favor Dykes uh, State Park um, also has that tick issue. Um, we camped there. And had to dive into our tents. We were trying to hang out. I don't out. think I ever saw a park with so much signage well, had, regarding yeah. ticks than that one. That, so, that was our first clue. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were walking like, around and like, just oh, just an every my. now and then conditional type thing. This park here. has ticks all the time. And there were ticks. Yeah. Lots of everywhere. them. Everywhere. Crawling up our legs while we were sitting by the fire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we just decided to, to call that night early and jumped in the tent. And, yeah. Uh, I think I, we did, really didn't end up with any on us. I, yeah, I yeah I I uh, I did not stay. I, I stopped by there on the day trip, and I knew the tick situation ahead of time, and I decided not to stay too long. I checked out the I checked out the situation, looked at the marsh, and then it was you know it was very picturesque, very nice. And uh, but I decided that you know I, I knew that if I did a little you know I didn't want to hike. Um, and then get you know um, devoured by ticks. So, I- and that was another one where we have like some core memories of our trips that maybe ended up being extra special, less because of the location and more because of the conditions when we were there. Mm-hmm. We there's this beautiful dock there, and this oh, yeah. storm just came rolling through, and it was like kind of like that golden hour where the sunshine is just perfect, but then there's these big thunderheads rolling through mm-hmm. um coming in and just wonderful conditions it was absolutely beautiful and yeah. then we waited out the rain in our car <laughs> that little fishing area was really pretty and mm-hmm. especially in those conditions yeah but um talking a little uh, fun stuff let's let's uh, it's all fun right <laughs> it's, it's all whether whether it's um type one two. type one type two <laughs> but um Anastasia Island is a really cool place. So I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I th- I said the Huguenots were the ones that that, that came and, and died at Saint Augustine in the massacre. It was the Rabos. Okay. Slight slight mistake on that one. So um, I don't have to go back and edit everything. So everyone, it was the Rabos 
And I'm going to say this just while we're here. Sometimes we go back and we listen to our podcast and we're like, oh, we yeah. completely said the wrong park or we completely mm. said the wrong thing. And if you guys hear stuff like that, don't be afraid to message us. Let us know. Sometimes we know and sometimes we just misspeak because uh, we're excited to talk to you guys about all this cool stuff. Yeah, the Lake Wales one I went on about Jack Creek. And uh, was actually talking about Lake Placid Scrub, which is close <laughs> by, and we did around the same time. But scrub is scrub; it's all in the ridge. <laughs> you know, I got my 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 love for my I don't want to say inspired by to really pursue Florida history because of St. Augustine. So, you know, since we mentioned the the past, um, you know, park of like the military installation of the Castillo de San Marco, but they do have the national. The, the Florida National Guard headquarters there. Um, it's just, uh, you know, if you south of like the, the, the main center of St. Augustine, but they have a uh, military cemetery that at night is just illuminated. It's really beautiful. But they do have these um, pyramids or that are there and the soldiers that were that were killed at the, the Dade massacre are buried there. After reading that historical marker, I had to read more into it. And that was like the start of the Second Civil uh, Seminole War is there's Fort Brook in Tampa. And we have Fort King in Ocala. And, uh, you know, these soldiers, about 100 soldiers, they were they were tra- traveling from Fort Brook to Fort King. And they got about 30 miles away from Fort King, and they were ambushed by Micanopy. And that – and you know, they were ambushed and they, they fought for a few hours and they ended up uh, losing. One one soldier came back to tell the tale. He was horribly wounded, somehow made it back all the way back to Fort Brook, um, horribly wounded and then going like, I don't know, 60 miles or something. I, I hope I got my mileage right on that. But I'm um, reading about that. Fort King was kind of by like Silver a mural Springs. Or something that kind of, I think there was like some kind of art installation somewhere mm-hmm. we saw that kind of uh, depicted. Um, exactly I think it was kind of where thing. Silver Springs is now. Yeah. yeah, it's not, it's not. And they, they just, uh, within the last few years, built this massive fort, I think, to scale and mm-hmm. everything. Um, but yeah, so, anyways, they. It's, it was pretty gruesome because the, the it took the army a couple months to actually get back there. And and bury the dead, uh, and then after you know a few years later, they they just reinterred everyone to St. Augustine. So it's a pretty amazing story um, about because I had no idea that U.S. like you know federal troops were were attacked like that by before the Civil War in Florida. But yeah, Anastasia State Park has really nice beaches. Yeah, I was, <laughs> was going to say so much for fun stuff. I thought we were going to go back to the fun stuff. Yes, so moving on, I guess, to Anastasia. That's one of the few that you can uh, drive on, correct? No. Um, oh, I got that, that, that was uh, That's Amelia Island. Ah. We, were, we were talking about that. And that's, <laughs> and that's a little bit north um, by Fernandina Beach. By the and, way, it's a beautiful beach. <laughs> yeah, and, and all that history is super interesting, too. So, um, But, yeah, this one, uh, Anastasia Island has got... Um, it's very well known for the beaches. Um, mm-hmm. uh, heading out there, and um, but also if you're a music lover like Chris and I are, it's a very uh, wonderful place to camp. If uh, one of the one of your favorite musicians is coming town and happens to be playing at the theater there, the uh, St. Augustine Amphitheater. Yes, you can hear it from the campground. You can hear it from the campground, uh, and you can walk to it 
from the campground. There's, so, a, there's a lighted pathway that connects oh, it. I did not know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So if you if you happen to plan it out right, and we did with a, a bluegrass artist that we like a lot, um, happen to get the tickets and then get the campsite. And so we were able to camp there. And, like, and then if you do that, we did it with uh, another um, band that we like a lot, too. Yep. But um, you basically, you're it's camping. Like and you can of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> one bluegrass band, one metal band, whatever. They but you can it. walk from your campground, and it's a less than 10-minute walk mm-hmm. um, into the venue. Oh, wow. And then walk back to your Now, campground. if you know a musical group is coming... Uh, I suggest if you know the date they're coming and maybe the tickets aren't on sale yet, go ahead and book your campsite <laughs> while it's available. Mm. It's hard to get the a only people there. who know this. That's uh, a very popular campsite for people for that reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just that reason, but to uh, go on top of being beautiful beaches or having beautiful beaches and just a wonderful area in general. Having that there makes it even more popular. Yeah, it's, you know, they do have some beautiful beaches and there's a little bit of kayaking. Uh, there because it's it's pretty interesting uh how you have like uh it's the beach is almost for this barrier island and you got that waterway but if you get on anastasia island you look to like to the north you have this protected park and you could tell where it ends because that those dunes that first that you know first dune row of dunes that that you know is your primary you know protection against a storm surge for major hurricanes and and whatnot that is gone because everybody's built upon it when when i hear about these businesses that have lost everything and whatnot they're building directly on top of like the the one of the the only buffer that they have and it's uh and of course these major storms come through and wipe everybody out and then just like army ants they just rebuild back on top but it's just it's amazing that we don't allow that 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 buffer is, but you can tell just a very stark dis, uh, difference. This is taking a, a negative, kind of a negative turn to talk about massacres down, and, 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 <laughs> and conservation. A uh, neat little thing, though, is right where um, the park property meets A one A, they have the the King's Quarry. Yeah, the quarry is really cool. The Coquina Quarry. Yes. So that's where they got a lot of, the, or some of the building material for the Castillo de San Marco in the 1600s was right there. And it's still, you can tell where they, some of the cuts are still exposed. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, that's well before our country was even, you know, founded or thought of. It's pretty far away from where the fort is, too. Um, I mean, speaking of moving that, that rock that far. I mean, they go... All they did is they put it on A1A and then yeah, they took yeah. it over the Bridge of Lions. You know, they probably stopped at Osteen's for some shrimp. <laughs> and then didn't got it to the fort. I don't know what's the... Osteen's <laughs> Diner? <laughs> the, bridge of, the Bridge of Lions. That That is cool, too, because they got those... Um, I think they removed them at one point and, like, refurbished them and, and put them back on there. But they do have these really ornate lions at that drawbridge. Oh, yeah. Where it goes over. Now, I, I could imagine trying to get those massive... I don't know how big they they cut the chunks... You know, I'm sure it wasn't like, you know, cinder block size, but you had to get it all the way through the whatever roads they had. And you have to get it through a waterway to your point. Yeah, that would be pretty daunting. Um, Worked out, though. Yeah. And St. Augustine is also a lot of civil rights history that I believe is under celebrated. Um, Martin Luther King uh, Jr. was actually arrested there trying to get, you know, a room at the Munson Motor Lodge, which is between the Bridge of Lions and uh, the Castillo de San Marco. You can see uh, there's a famous picture of him trying to get a room there, and you can see the Bridge of Lines in the background. That has been recently converted into a Hilton. 
So they still kept the steps steps where he was staying there, but you know, the original building is long gone. Also, if you see that picture of uh, people doing a swim in and the, the hotel manager dumping the hydrochloric acid in the pool, same place. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that. So yeah, there was, uh, it was when the, I believe the civil rights bill was being filibustered and, you know, the protests in St. Augustine really kind of uh, put that in the spotlight. So there was a lot of sacrifices made there, but it, it ultimately um, uh, did a lot of good. Tons of history. The, the whole place. Okay, really. so let's see what. Last but not least, we have Washington Oaks. And I kind of say that's like two parks in one. It Washington is. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. there's the beach, and what is the other one, like more of a botanical garden? It is like an old botanical garden. <laughs> and they have separate entrances, uh, but uh, it's really uh, I think it's off of US-1. So yeah, really it's a uh, beautiful park. On one side of US-1, you've got the, yeah, the, the botanical gardens, and then... So we've gone there. Did we take? The, we did take the kids there to the beach side. Oh, just the beach side. I couldn't remember. I think but, maybe both. I don't know. Yeah, um, I think we did. Walked around very uh, and and just like any botanical gardens, if you go during certain times of year, it's going to be uh, there's going to be more blooms and blossoms than other times of year. Uh, a lot of non-native. <laughs> tropical plants uh but very very pretty and then um this is one that another one of the many parks in florida that were affected by hurricanes uh that was greatly affected more on the beach side it's by, wild by the hurricanes uh we were driving by it and when we went before it's just thick with mangroves and well uh, they're they're the tall um pines and stuff that were mostly affected as, you, yeah, as it moves inland a whole bunch of plant life we come back and they're all dead Mm. And it was all from the storm surge, correct? The salt water um, just killed all the plants uh, yes. from the storm surge. Um, but again, that's another one that we see slowly growing back. Um, and it's going to take a while. But the beaches themselves are That's, really- I think, the coolest feature is, the, is the, the mountains of Coquina. Yeah. You go out there and, and you can walk all over them and they're... Really neat. I mean, depending where the tide is, the they water like splashes holes? up through what them. Is that like a? I don't know what the word for those holes is. I don't know if you call it a solution hole, but it's um, where the I guess it's just from erosion from the salt water coming mm-hmm. in, and, and then the when the waves come in, it'll go through and like kind of a, be like a geyser out of the hole. The water's coming up. Very similar if you've been down to Stewart. There's a similar blowing feature, rocks. blowing rock down there. But uh, these are pretty, um, there's just tiny pockets around Florida where you can see stuff like this. And that's probably one of the bigger uh, areas. It's huge. The coquina just is, is in piles. Um, and, and it's a, yeah, I wouldn't call it a structure because nobody built it. But it, you can walk all over them and they're really neat. Another popular spot for the Instagram models. Uh <laughs> to take pictures there, I'd say both the park and uh, the or the botanical garden and the beach uh, is a very popular photography destination. Uh, it's a must see. Quite um, beautiful. What about? I did. Um, you know, if you go there around Christmas, they really do a lot of great decorating in the gardens. The holidays. They, I didn't know that. Uh, St. Augustine's really well known for that, too. Oh, yeah. yeah very decorated in Christmas time. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. Um, they got a big distinction as National Ge- Geographic said that it's like one of the top 10 places in the world to see the lights. Yeah, St. Augustine's a great place, but they don't do it just during the holidays. It goes on for a few months. 
the gardens at Washington Oaks, you can really see the effort that the staff puts into uh, put into the gardens around the holidays to make them look nice. They're real pretty too because you can um, they got these little walkways and bridges and stuff you mm-hmm. can go over and um, I mean it, it's kind of a, a classical sort of a botanical garden experience. They got um, I, I remember going there the first time, Chelsea and. Um, the the butterflies and and oh is that one of the ones where there was just little white butterflies everywhere? There were all different kinds of butterflies, all the the hedges and stuff along the side, and it was just covered in. in it's that. one of the things that happen when you uh, bring lots of flowers. Yeah, so you get yeah. lots of insects that appreciate them. They do, kind of like our yard now. <laughs> yes, it served as an inspiration. I was actually trying to look up the coquina. I thought they were like piled there that maybe they they were using the the coquina rock for something and then they just uh, you know made a massive pile of it there but no it seems to be naturally forming no oh, and i i am just reading that the holes in it are from uh, the water collecting and um converting into carbon dioxide and eating at the rock itself uh and that's how the holes are slowly formed softening it over time and that mixed with the ocean water hitting it constantly is that really the whole story? That's the whole thing. <laughs> oh, we got our dad joke in at the very end of the fourth quarter. All right. With that, I believe that uh, that is it for this episode. Thanks for listening. And as always, enjoy Florida responsibly. Thank you for listening to the Florida Madcaps. We hope today's episode was enjoyable. Your input is important to us. If there is a topic that you would like to know more about, please let us know. The Florida Madcaps is presented in partnership with the Florida Springs Council, the only nonprofit advocacy organization focused solely on protecting our Florida Springs. Get a free spring sticker and join the Florida Springs Council at floridaspringscouncil.org madcaps. As a token of our appreciation, we are giving away a free Madcap sticker to anyone who leaves us a review. All you have to do is send us your contact information to the email provided in our show notes. We will take care of the rest. Thank you for being a part of the Florida Madcaps community.